Queensland is racing action continuing this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. But remember, what are you really gambling with for free and confidential support? Visit the gamblinghelponline.org.au. Chris Nelson, a very good morning to you. Massive day on Saturday at Eagle Farm. Last group one of the season. And it had a little fairy tale aura about it, didn't it? It did. Good morning, Paddy. Good morning, Heels. It did. Uh, the fact that Kyle Wilson-Taylor was able to uh, land his initial Group 1, and he's such a good story, isn't he, after what's happened through his life and, and how he's come through it and the jockey that he is and the person that he is because he's a lovely guy and it couldn't happen to a nicer a nicer person winning that Group 1. And, yeah, he got the job done, and it was a big salute as he went past the post. Yeah, that was cost it? him 800 bucks. Oh, did he? Got yeah. out of the got out of the <laughs> saddle, did he? He did. He yeah. got right out of the side. Yeah, is he, is he seven foot tall? <laughs> he, he was then. He's in a, I've kept a piece of... Um, and bulletproof. An article yep. uh, standing next to Chris Munch. You'd feel Chris seven feet tall. He's probably got a foot on Muncie. Yeah, Muncie's tight. Maybe not a whole foot, maybe. To be fair, Palazzo Payne gave Muncie his first group one as a trainer as well after such a decorated career oh. as a jockey. Yeah. The, 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 story, the story goes that the horse has been sold, hasn't it, to Japanese now. The horse has finished its racing well, career. And that's an interesting story in itself, Paddy, because that was probably two weeks ago that that was announced that the horse was sold to um, Japan to be or stand as a broodmare. So the Japanese, uh, whoever bought that uh, in Japan, they uh, they timed it beautifully because they'd be paying a hell of a lot more if they were buying it this week than they did two weeks ago. So well done to them. And yeah, that's a hell of a way to go out, isn't it? What else caught your, caught your eye? Prince of Boom was pretty impressive. Uh, just edging oh, one of our favourite horses, of course. Yeah, look, the big goodbye, I mean, I thought he was a good chance. There was just needed to be a bit more speed for the big goodbye. But Prince of Boom, well, he's just got this cruising speed, hasn't he? He, he I, I think he worked probably for the first four or 500 metres of the race. Uh, it was a 1,200-metre race, and he didn't really cross until the 700. And then he just bowls along, and then he just kicks away in the straight. I mean, he had 60 kilos. They were trying to run him down. The big goodbye was the closest. He was 2.1 lengths away, and he only had 55. But... The sectionals tell you 35 seconds out and 36 in that he did it pretty tough in front. He didn't have any picnic in front, and he was good. So he'll go to Melbourne in the spring, and I think he Katarina, who is uh, absolutely flying, won that second race, will probably go with him. Uh, but I think I think it's fair to say, Paddy, he's been one of the finds of the carnival, uh, Prince of Boom. He's not up there with some of these other you know big names, like uh, Think About It, etc., but He's been terrific. Yep, and the sort of horse that captures the attention too, mate, just for because yep. of its racing style. Yeah, we love to see horses like that that just go out and go along and just keep on going. So all credit to uh, Rob Heathcote. Timmy Clark rides the horse really well. I can't wait to see him in the uh, in the springtime. Hey, an overview of the, of the carnival. I know we called it Stradbroke season. It's still hard for me to get away from winter carnival. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, how have, you, how have you rated it? I mean, we've seen some serious racehorses up here. I think it's been a ripper, and I think what's really helped it has been the weather. We haven't had a wet Saturday. We haven't had a wet track. Every week's been fine and sunny, and uh, that that has helped the form, and that has helped the good horses win. It's helped uh, the form stack up. It's consistent. We haven't had a lot of blowout results, which has been terrific for the punters. Uh, And, yeah, we've seen the horses such as uh, Kovalika and Think About It and others uh, really stamp their authority on the carnival and horses that we'll see. And, of course, uh, without a fight is one I can't wait to see in Melbourne in the spring. Heads towards the Caulfield Cup and maybe Melbourne Cup. Yeah, and Giga Kick. Giga Kick's another one. was great having... I mean, he was early in the carnival, so you sort of forget about Giga Kick. <laughs> but, uh, and now he'll run for, what, $20 million in the Everest. Yeah, well, gee, what about King Charles? He's in the thick of things, yeah. isn't he, over in Royal Ascot? Um, yeah. They've had a win. 
and he teared up at a, a win. And didn't the winner run past Valiant King? Uh, I think it did, actually. He used to yes. get beheaded for that. <laughs> Don't go past the one with the... Back in the dark ages. Yes, that's right. And, and so that that was good. And now Peter Volandes is at it again. Yeah. He's over yeah, there and got King Charles a race in the Everest. Yeah, he's got him uh, a race on Everest Day worth $5 million. Yeah. I don't know where all this money keeps coming from, but... Uh, is Volandis ever home? He's race. over there at Ascot meeting oh. with the king. Mm. So is <laughs> half of Australia. The, the Royal Ascot just rolling straight into Lords yeah, this but week. but you don't get a meeting with the king. He had 25 minutes with him <laughs> to, and said, would you mind if we had a King George III race yeah. at Everest Day? He's a marvel. Why did you say Everest is now $20 million, isn't it? Yeah. $20 million. Jeez. Yeah. I, I don't uh, know. I, the king, king Charles III is five, five million dollar race. Yeah. First mm. one. Yeah. It's a big day. It's a big day now, that's for sure. But it was a big day anyway. I don't, I don't know what the five million dollar difference makes, or but um, I don't know who it'll get out here. But that's okay. another story. Yes. Yeah, I know. Is, no. Would it be a sprint like the Everest that race, or different horses? The maybe Charles, a bit of, I think maybe it's a, a mile. Of... No, it's a mile. Oh, okay. Wait for age over sixteen hundred meters. So <laughs> classic yeah, distance at Randwick. Bit yeah. of overflow, overflow from those who didn't make the Everest. In you go. We might try and get yeah. Kyle Wilson Taylor on the uh, on the show tomorrow. Actually, I mean, it, it's just a, such a really good story. We've had him on before, yeah. and he's great. But yeah, to get his first group one, uh, particularly is the last one for the season, so everyone remembers it uh, for Muncie as well, who had such a decorated career as a jockey. So he he knows he gave the kid a huge rap for his ride on Polo's appearance. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So were you just and, saying yeah. that uh, Damien Oliver was that good? Like how old's Kyle? Like only early 20s, isn't he? Like yeah. early to mid 20s. 23. Have you got to be this good and this in form until you're 50 something? Like Ollie is. He's nearly 130, Group 1. I know. Yeah, That's unbelievable. There's not too many like Ollie. There's not too many like Ollie. Frankie de Torre's having a good time over. He had a good time too, yeah. didn't he? Last rule, last retiring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, just quickly, we've got to mention Rocky from yesterday, yeah. haven't we? There was... We've got to mention Martin Harley, haven't we? Yeah. Played? Yeah, he, he's uh, a guy that we know had a really, really bad fall uh, earlier in the year. It might have even been late last year now, but he, he's come back and uh, he's been riding probably for a month or so. He got a winner on his second ride back, I think it was, and he rode five winners at Rocky yesterday. Uh, and Team Edmonds trained three winners yesterday. So a big day out for both of those, particularly Martin Harley. Yep, so the Rocky Carnival's in full swing now. Yeah, so we yeah. just roll on from the Winter Carnival up there to Rocky. I'm going up there, actually, for the... Uh, you are. Right, eh? I heard that mentioned yesterday well, in the yeah. last race. She got a bit of a rap there oh, too from I? Russell. Yeah. yeah. July 6th. So they've got Alan Jones as their guest speaker up at the Rocky Calcutta. Oh, there we go. There's our plugs. We've got away. Yeah, yeah, I just no, thought I'd give Martin that... Harley a rap coming back from that, that awful fall, you know, the bad, bad injury. And uh, yeah. he, he rides five winners yesterday. So good on him. Like Peter yeah. Valandi, someone has, doing, has been doing some good work for Rocky, eh? Hey? That, that, pro, <laughs> that profile of that carnival <laughs> lifted a lot. Oh, yeah. It's, Who uh, is it? I mean, we, we finish at the sunny coast this week and then we go, you know, up north. We go from Rocky to Townsville, Rocky to Mackay to Townsville, then up to Cairns. It it continues on, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, exactly right. Is that the Cairns Amateurs? No, that's not till September, the Cairns oh, Amateurs. Geez, but uh, it'll come quick enough. All right. Okay, mate. Great to chat and we'll uh, talk to you right the way through the week. Cheers, Look Chris. forward to it. Thanks, guys. See you, mate.